Good morning, this is attorney Vincent Davis. This is Get Your Kids Back Now. This show is dedicated to keeping families together and to fighting the tyranny of CPS and DCFS social workers. A secondary purpose of the show is to educate parents and relatives, or to at least show them where to get the necessary information for their fight. The final purpose of the show is to remind the people that change can be effectuated at the ballot box at the state and federal levels. Let us unite, vote, and elect those who will make the necessary changes. Good morning. You're on with Attorney Vincent Davis. Hi, uh, I'm calling on behalf of my family. My children were taken away from us on December 12th uh, last year, and uh, it came about because I, worked, I was working in Vermont. We live up here in Silent King County, and uh, my wife and three children were here. Um, uh, actually, the initial time that I got taken from the home was in October because I was back in Vermont. My wife had had, uh, had to serve some time uh, because of the lives that she had. But she settled that and she was uh, working toward, you know, getting all her legal matters in order um, in October. And she missed a court date, so they issued a bench warrant and King Garden. The kids were here. We had planned to deal with that. I was going to come back and, at the end of October. She had a court date set at the end of October, and then we were going to you know, deal with the rest of the, the criminal matter. Unfortunately, this bench warrant got served prior to me coming back. Sixty pounds, so the, the children were taken from the home. At that point, I came back at the uh, end of October. And I was able to get the children back from uh, on my own, you know, I didn't come back to my own behest, I guess, but that way. My wife then moved in, you know, most of her time in jail, just 30 days. And when I was getting the children back here in San Francisco County, I was told that my wife would not be around back in the house without CPS and uh, So she got out of jail on November 30th. Uh, she had nowhere else to go. I didn't have any way to pay for her to go anywhere else except for those one day we put up in a hotel. So she had to stay on the street by herself. Um, and there was no court, I mean, there was no protective order against her coming into the house, back in the house with kids. But there was a, a court order. Well, I couldn't, I couldn't have my wife stay on the street. Um, and like, you know, so I let her back in the house. And, you know, they're the mom. She's the mom of my children, right? So she's not a danger to the children. I'm not a danger to the children. Um, but on the, so we have court date on December 12th, as I mentioned. Uh, when the, the day that kids are taken, I unfortunately didn't know that I did not let them, I didn't need to have, or I didn't have to have uh, a CPS person in my house. I didn't know that. Of, of someone. I didn't know that fact. So, um, this person came up to me and she indicated that, well, I'm here just to make sure your house is okay before the court uh, hearing today. Also, you know, the intention was to get the back. So, she came in and then she found my wife here in the court that afternoon. Um, they determined that we violated court order and they took the kids away and sent me home. So, since then, um, we've uh, 
and the court date said, you know, uh, it's called the uh, jurisdiction disposition, and that has yet to occur. But um, unfortunately, Mr. Davis, we didn't have the information that we found from you last week. We started getting educated, so it just took too long to, to get your good information. We read through your, your, your publication and found that we, uh, as well as not needing to do a CPS directly, uh, we found some other information that was extremely helpful. Uh, you know, next court date is February 7th. I, I really feel that we have a, we have a possibility of being able to do that, but from the uh, information we have from CPS and the lawyers, that might not occur. The fact that uh, 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 parties involved, the attorneys for the children, the attorneys for CPS, or even our small attorneys, they're all getting paid from one bucket, right? So it's difficult to navigate and manage a fair uh, trial, I think, when everybody's all on one side versus you and the parents. I did have a question, and that is, um, you know, it seems as we go through this process, my wife and I, that they, that the CPS and like the court system, they want to separate. We're married. We're staying married. We've been married for 16 years. We're not trying to get divorced. We're not trying to be separated. But it seems like the parties and the legal system and CPS and even some ladies and family members are trying to separate us, uh, my wife and I. And we keep asking, well, why do you want to see us separately? Why do you want to talk to us separately? We're one unit. Why do you want to do that? And I mean, logically, it's, you know, makes sense that it's easier to divide and conquer. I get that. But legally, do they have a right to do that? I just don't understand why. You know, we've been a family for, you know, my oldest child is 10. My youngest is 3. And uh, we've been together, we've been doing well as a family. So it's, it's just some kind of, we've had no problems. So, perfectly certain. So, I'm just wondering why, is there a legal way to have us Representatives, you know, one part of the unit. That's, that's one of my primary questions. Okay, so let me answer that for you. The there are laws in every state, including California, about what an attorney can do as far as representation, who he can represent in a case. So, for example, an attorney can't represent people that have a conflict of interest. Now, I'm just giving you the general rule. There are many exceptions. Sometimes the analysis gets very complex. But I can tell you as a matter of practice, I've been a lawyer 31 years now, as a matter of practice, um, I do not represent parents in your situation or any juvenile dependency case, any CPS case. I don't represent both of them. There are a lot of dangers for not only the parents, but also for the attorney in doing that. And here, let me tell you one of the dangers, okay? I'll tell you a couple dangers. Number one, if you have the same attorney, um, the attorney can't effectually, uh, zealously advocate for both parents at the same time because the case that you described to me, the case is very different from the eyes of the mother and the eyes of the father. It's different factually, it's different legally. So how is one person going to advocate effectively for two different situations in the same case? Number two, um, it's a danger for the attorney in that 
one or both of you could later sue the attorney and you know for legal malpractice because in my opinion this could and I didn't say would I said this could be a form of legal malpractice and if you lose your children and don't get them back that, that attorney is going to be facing possible liability and even though you say right now oh it's okay to do it that may not be enough to stop you from suing the attorney because even if you said okay you'll also say you know the attorney should have told this should have knew that and not represented both of us even though you're saying right now we want to be represented by the same attorney now here's the third thing uh, and it's probably the most important thing for most attorneys um, let's say you had an attorney represent both of you later on you know you are subjecting that attorney you may or your wife may make a complaint against the attorney with the state bar of california and you know the state bar could start an investigation which could lead to the attorney losing his or her license i'm pretty sure that you know 99.999 percent of all attorneys no matter how much money you pay them isn't going to want to do that they don't want to take the chance they don't want to take take the um, chance of losing their license or being disciplined because you and your uh, wife felt at one particular point in time that you guys wanted to be, be, to be represented by the same attorney. When you ask someone to represent both parents in a CPS case, what you're asking for is that attorney to take a really big risk that you'll always love him and that you'll always be his friend and you know his, his license will never be in jeopardy. You know, attorneys probably aren't willing to do that. 